Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Last time on Astronautica. Our heroes made their way into the town of hell and ingratiated themselves with the locals via a mix of song and dance and feeding them blood yeah it was a weird day but productive nonetheless now they found themselves at a little bit of a crossroads where to go next do they go out to the hive or do they go after them well mysterious is the wrong word but do they go after the inebriated cookie and see what his deal is they've got questions they need answers and they're gonna find them right here and now on Astronautica. So, you are now standing outside of Rex's office, shaking off the feeling that you just <laughs> had a lovely conversation with a fucking killer. What would you all like to do? Well, we know that Cookie is on his own. We also know that there's a hive that's willing to talk with us. Um, what do we think, gang? I know we talked about going into the hive, but do we want to Go talk to Cookie before he gets too far away to track. Yeah, let's do that. I think that might not be a bad idea. He's on his own in the wilderness, and he is a drunk. Something tells me that he's going to get himself into, into some more amount trouble of trouble. Than he's worth. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So you're going to go after Cookie. Great. Good stuff. Okay. So there is a gulch that runs, there's a ravine that runs along northeast. How would you all like to traverse it? What would you like to do? I call my speeder bike. <laughs> got a okay, speeder bike? Oh, shit. Yeah, Kyler got a, a speedy moped. That's right. A my banana Vespa. Vespa. Yeah, the banana Vespa. It's banana yellow. It's a Vespa. It goes real fast. Okay. Uh, I don't think you can summon your speeder bike. Um, oh, that is not something we talked about uh, as a, a feature of it. Um, but you are also in town near your ship, so you could go get your bike. Fine. Uh, you head to your ship? Yay. All right. You head to the ship. So the Vespa fits one, maybe two. Doesn't fit all three. What would the other two like to do? How would you like to handle this? Are there any, is there any other mode of transportation that we can borrow in town or on our mm. ship? Um... On your ship, you have Oka's mech, which I don't think will... It so wouldn't, I mean, it wouldn't be so much fast. It would be a little bit faster, but not as fast yeah. as Kyler's bike. Um, and also might run out of gas before you get there. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm going to say this to y'all. You do have a ship. Oh, yeah. That, oh, like, flies in the That's, air. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to remind y'all of that. Oh. Like, I forgot about that one. Yeah, like, you know, I know it seems a little too obvious, but you do, in fact, have a ship that can... We're all just sitting here like, how are we getting over there? And it's like, I... oh, you <laughs> ship? Right. Yeah. Why not ship? Why not ship? Ship um, good. Ship good. But is Kyler still, uh, is Kyler still going to go on the bike? Um, he'll be prepped to drop from the cargo bay. <laughs> okay, so wow. you're going to be prepped of to drop. Of course he is. All right. So uh, the captain then is going to be, I guess, the one flying, because I don't think anyone else has any skills in pilot. Certainly no, not I. I don't think I do. Wait, wait, I'm yep. right. No, these are lies. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's the captain. All right, let's see how the captain does in flight. All right, as you uh, talk to the captain about flying the ship, he goes, oh yes, that won't be any trouble at all. And then as he starts it up, you hear the engine humming to life, and then the sound of it getting absorbed into the crystal, and then there's a loud thunk sound, and a little ping comes up on the notification uh, board, a little system error, and the captain looks at it and goes, hmm, I've not seen that before. And taps a button, and it doesn't go away, and he just starts tapping other buttons, and it still doesn't go away. And he says, I might not be fully familiar with this um, style of ship, but um, let's see what we can do. Is the check engine light on? <laughs> oh, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. That was on at the old station forever. I never looked at it. It was fine. Um, okay. <laughs> And okay. he raises the ship up very shakily. Uh, it actually, it rises up, and then the engine cuts out, and it kind of crunches back down 
Uh, it's stuck on the landing gear, so it's not particularly, uh, it's not damaged, although, Kyler, you are sort of thrown about in the cargo bay. Um, and, uh, and then he starts it up again, and it sort of wobbles up into the air, and then goes across, nearly hitting a couple of higher buildings as it passes, but he is able to get it up off the ground. You fly over the ravine. The landscape stretches away ahead of you. It is a barren and rocky planet. The earth is all this sort of rust-colored brown, and it's pockmarked with these deep, deep chasms and these tall spires that rise conically out of the earth and you fly along the ravine. The ravine is not wide enough for your ship to fit in, um, though it is a, it's not a super narrow position. You could definitely, probably, all of you, fit, you could maybe fit, you know, like 10 people across in single, or not single file, but in abreast. Um, but, you know, your ship is too large for that. So you fly along the canyon, and I'm going to need, and this is fun, hang on a second, um, this is our, our first ship-related roll. Ooh. Hmm. Uh, non-flight, I should say, because Kyler did have the first upside-down flight. That's true, that's true. Um, so let's see here. Sorry, I'm just looking up how we're going to do this because I'm going to need someone to make a sensor roll for me. So who makes that roll? Um, um, what kind of roll is that? That's going to be the big question for me. Yeah, that's a really, really good fucking question. Because that's going to be relevant to if I am capable of making that roll or not. I think it is probably safe to say that you will not be the one making that roll, because um, I'm guessing it's probably going to be uh, Ship-based in some way, spider. shape, or form? Yeah. Um, so it's made, I presume, by the sensor operator, yes? It is a data spider roll. This is something that we, uh, crew positions, you, there are five crew positions. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna have to talk about all this. Um, Ooh, exciting. There will need Honestly. to be crew positions. Didn't we pick crew, crew positions? I could be wrong. I feel like we... Man. We might have talked about it, but I don't know if we officially yeah, like. Yeah, we solidified it. Yeah. No, I don't think we officially solidified it. I mean, it's it's fine for this because it is a minor one. Once we get into ship to ship combat stuff down the line, then we will need things to be much more rigorous <laughs> because there's like phases of battle per turn. So, uh, for now, whoever, uh, I think Oka has a better data spider role, um, than Hazel. Oh, very much so. Okay, um, so please, Oka, roll me a data spider roll. You got it. So that's five all day. Big money, big money. That is one six. I'll push. All right, push away. That's just one six. One six. All right. I get a point of darkness. Uh, mm -hmm. There we go. Mm -hmm. I, 
Darkest point of darkness in my mouth. Um, <laughs> Upsetting. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, God. Oh, man. So, you're still not fully accustomed to this ship. It has really new and sleek uh, technology and digital sensors, and they're all a bit inscrutable at first. After mm. a tiny bit, you are able to make out some information on the scanners, and you get a ping to the northeast. Um, do you try to approach? Yeah. Excellent. You tell the captain to follow course, and he speeds up a little bit, and you slowly zero in on the uh, the target. You're now a good distance from town. You are maybe about 17, 18 miles or so. Um, and uh, the ravine ends, and there's a slope running up to it, and there's a cliffside that juts up and out, sort of abruptly, that runs Shit. along the area, sort of breaking it apart in an east-to-west fashion. And down at the base of the cliffside, you see a small cabin. Okay. And there are two speeder bikes parked out there. Two speeder bikes? Mm -hmm. What would you all like to do? Do we have anything on board the ship that, like, binoculars kind of thing? See if we can get up close? See, see things a little bit more clearly? Huh, um, that's a good question. Basically, yeah, but I want to see if we have the things to actually zoom in and enhance instead of just, you know, pinch and zoom. Hmm, I'm going to roll on the be nice dice for this. No, um, <laughs> that is a, a resounding no. Um, <laughs> you have sensors that are, they basically can tell you like, hey, that's a structure, and like, hey, those are bikes, but you don't really have the ability to zoom in beyond the capacities of your ship's cameras. Okay. And sensors. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I ping Dalian and Nimble down in the advanced workshop. Yeah, sure. Uh, Nimble picks up. Hey, what's up? So, add it to the work order list. We need uh, zooming binoculars for the ship. And I want some sort of, like, voice command, remote control call for my Vespa bike where I say, like, hi-ho, Nana, or something, and it, it comes to me. Hmm. Well, I'll see what I can do about those. I'll get right on that. Yeah, that shouldn't be too hard. Um, yeah, give us a little bit of time. In the meantime, bon voyage! I'll drop. <laughs> Uh, okay, you have not descended at all. I have a um, hover bike. Okay, all right. I wait for the ship to lower a little bit. All right, how are you guys trying to lower the ship? The way that it does? <laughs> okay, so you're not trying to be stealthy. Cool, all right. No. Um, all right, the captain brings the ship down. Just fine. He seems to have gotten a little bit more of the handle of it, and it is not a problem for him. Oh, yeah. Um, I, still, I still launch when we're, like, 20, 30 feet up. It's a hover okay. bike. Yeah, it's a hover bike, but we're going to roll and see how well this goes. Okay. Um, I did not wait. 
I'm going to need you to make me. You're going to make a piloting check. This okay. is a, a this is a class one, so you get your bonus to that. Oh, hot. Uh, that's a critical success. All right. No. Cool. Damn. Kyler, you, with all of the flair you can muster, kick your little banana Vespa into high gear. You hit the button to lower the gangplank, the loading ramp. Ramp. It's called a ramp, motherfucker. Um, <laughs> you hit the button to lower the ramp, and as you get about 20, 30 feet off, let's call it 25 just to split the difference, you kick your bike into gear and you zoom down and you effortlessly gracefully as you fall right at the last second kick in the bottom hover element and it levels out and you are still on your bike and not uh, thrown off and injured so you're now down on the ground the ship is lowering Kyler uh, you are the first there what would you like to do you're also on your bike um uh, how far away are we from the parked bikes? You are about 60 feet away. Uh, can I make out any new details? Like, are there weapons on saddled on them? Are they... There are two bikes. One of them looks a little bit rougher than the other. The other one actually looks kind of nice, uh, though it looks like it's being used a lot. It's sort of weather-beaten, but clearly a nicer quality one. Uh, there are no weapons on there. The shack is uh, a small, it's about the size of a shed, sort of looks like one of the little houses that the miners were sleeping in. It has two windows that are currently covered by shutters. And uh, make me an observation check, please, Kyler. Oh, dear. Okay. Make that check. Um, that is no success. I will, I suppose, I'll burn a light point. All right, partial success. Um, one of the shutters has a bullet hole in it. Oh, good. Yeah, I'll speed up to the parked bikes and, like, get behind the nice one, uh, see if there are keys, all that goodness. You get in, there are no keys. Cool. I'll just draw my uh, pistol and wait for everyone else to come then. Excellent. You do so. Uh, the ship lands. Hazel. Okay. What would y'all like to do? Um. Did we all see the bullet holes or was that just Kyler? No, just... that was just okay. Kyler. It's because he I'll, was closer. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. <laughs> you ping on your comms because you can do that. We can do that now. Mm -hmm. um, it, it takes a light point for me to turn on my... Um, gray armor right yeah so it's sort of a uh sort of like a, a reflex type thing you can burn okay. a light point to like uh give yourself some extra chutzpah it's not like oka's um necklace armor <clears throat> it's not like i use a light point and then i have my armor on no it's, it's that like you it's like so reaction casting shield exactly okay. so you have an armor class of four period with this code and then you can get up to an armor class of like 10. Okay. Uh cool, cool, cool. on on one roll basically. Um just a, it is it is basically reaction casting shield. That is okay. an excellent way to think of it. Um okay, then I will I guess it's daytime. 
It is daytime, yes. Okay. Uh, I it will... is about, uh, I think, three in the afternoon at this point. Because you started your interrogations early. Are we on, like, flat plains or more? It's fairly rugged. This is currently in the shadow of a cliff, but to get to it, you're in open sunlight until you get to the shadow of the cliff. Yeah, I will I'll still make sure my, my, my coat is in its black format. Okay, you do in so. In shadowy format, and then I will get off. <laughs> I will exit the ship, I guess. What weapons are you taking? Uh, all of them. Okay, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we I might be running six... into an issue here where, like, having a, a full armory of weapons might start to become problematic. Um, uh, I have six daggers concealed on me, and then I have my gloves. Okay. You're not taking the cylinders? No. Okay. I will retcon if allowed and bring my bedazzled assault rifle. Oh, my God. Uh, I'll allow it. I'm feeling, I'm feeling generous. Um you have your bedazzled assault rifle, Oka. Um, how are you kidding up? Okay, so we've been thinking that there are bullet holes, did Skylar? There's one mm-hmm. solo bullet hole. All right, well, I don't think I need a mech for just one solo bullet hole. <laughs> so. Um, so we've landed. We still have those bikes, correct? Yep, the bikes are there. Uh, Kyler did not find any keys to them. Oh, would I know how to... Would Tome Keeper allow me to seek knowledge on hot wiring something? Or is that like too out of the realm? Uh, I would absolutely allow that as a use of Tome Keeper. Um, okay. Okay. I think that's fair. Cool. So, yeah, you will still need to make a successful technology roll in order to hot wire them. But you remember. Uh, this is actually sort of the first Tome Keeper that comes not from Marshmallow or from your upbringing mm-hmm. in the Spire, but it actually comes from the family you stayed with uh, after ah. you first ran away. And she had been working on a car that was the the key had broken off in the ignition, and she was teaching you how the ignition can work without the key turning. You just need to grab a couple of wires and spark them together and hold it. And she showed you how to do it. And the principle is most likely the same here, uh, you think. Okay. If you can get access to the inside and find the specific cables, you should be able to hotwire them. Awesome. That is one six. I'm going to... I'll roll for another six. You got yeah, it. three light points. Yeah, you have three light points. You could also just burn a light point if you want to crit. Yeah, I'll burn a light point. Okay, Oka burns a light point, making it a critical success. Which of the two bikes are you trying to hotwire? The nice one or the the slightly worse one? The nice one. The nice one? All right, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, you are able to do so. You pop open a little panel. It's like falling off a bicycle, except it's like hot wiring a bicycle. Right on. So you find the two wires, you spark them together, and this thing roars to life as loudly as possible. Uh, this is like a Harley Davidson style bike, and it is just the loudest fucking thing on the face of the earth. Oh, fantastic. It's engine revs. You've hot wired it. What do you want to do now with it? All right. Um, 
So Kyle's gone ahead of me, and um... yeah, you're all like right there because those bikes were at the side of the shed, or at right, the right, right, not right. the shed, the, the shack. So you're all y'all right, are right, right there, and there's mm-hmm. no there's no sound from inside the cabin. No sound from inside the cabin. Yeah, nobody comes out. Well, that's good to know. Would I if if I needed to hotwire this every time? Would I have to roll? Yeah, I'd give you a, I'd give you like a consecutive plus one, plus two, plus three, plus four, uh, each time you did it. But you would have to roll until you get the keys, or like have someone make make a key, or like have right, someone just, make make a key. I'll just roll the 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 the, the, the cycle inside the cabin. Um. Wait, what? Yep. Okay. You hear that great? Uh, what, what did I just miss? She's ramming like, the she's ramming the bike into the shack. Oh, I was gonna try to sneak inside the shack. Oh, you can still try to well, sneak. She, well, she was it. hot wiring the, the. Yeah. Okay. I feel like there's there's multiple things going on here. So <laughs> I'm gonna say Oka is in the process of hot wiring the bike. I I will say Hazel while that's happening. I, I'm gonna give you a chance to sneak so that yeah because that, that that seems that seems fair um so uh yeah are you trying to go in the just in the door it is a one room shack there's a door there are two windows one of them has a bullet hole in it uh there's only one door you said there is only one door um is there any way I can like see inside the windows real quick before I just open said door uh you could peek through the bullet hole. <laughs> I mean, I guess I peek through the bullet hole. All right. You peek through the bullet hole. As you bring your eye close to the bullet hole, something drips from the other side down and sort of lands wetly on the floor. Drips? Drips. D-R-I-P-S. Drips. Yeah. No, I I understood you. I'm horrified. Mm. Um. Yeah. (laughs) And the hole seems to be pointed almost up at the ceiling, um, and in fact, you can see another bullet hole on the other side, uh, like up at the ceiling that was punched through. And you think there's probably a bullet somewhere at your feet. You peer around, the angle of the hole makes it a little bit difficult to see anything below chest height. You don't see anybody, you can see a table and a couple chairs, and what looks like a rough bed. And uh, over that bed is a duster and a wide-brimmed hat, like sort of Lee Van Cleef-style black hat, and a holster belt with a set of pistols on it slung over the chair. But you do not see anyone. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try to get in that door, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it cautiously and carefully. Okay. I think, uh, I, have th- I think I have a thing for this. You do. You do. Also roll for uh, roll for infiltration, please. Alright. Um, that is two successes. Two successes. Excellent. As you open the door, you, at the last second, note that there is, in fact, an alarm system set up. You open the door just enough. It seems like a pretty rudimentary one. It seems like it's basically there is a a wire attached to the door that plugs into a thing that if it pulls out, 
Yeah. It goes. Um, so you open the door a crack, and um, you do not trigger the alarm. And I guess go me. Yeah, I mean you managed to to avoid it, and uh, technology is going to be the thing necessary in order to fully disarm it. Well, that's fun. Um, do you have any points in tech? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but not not many. <laughs> okay, um, I'm gonna give you a plus two because this is a really rudimentary alarm. Okay. Um, so you have a plus two for that. That is two successes. Nice. Uh, that is enough. That is that Sweet. is good enough. You are able to delicately snip the wire so it stays plugged in, and the door is now able to be opened. Hey, hey. Uh, make sure that there's, like, do a quick, like, you know, sweep of the room. Make sure no one's actually hiding anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to do a sweep of the room. Uh, oh, you open no. the door... Oh, no. And you instantly realize what it is you were seeing. It's blood, isn't it? And brains. Oh, and brains. Oh, don't forget about the brains. There is a Jakani slumped on the floor with a bullet hole placed neatly through his forehead between his wide eyes. He is very, very dead. That makes sense. Yeah, and there's no one else in here. At this point, uh, Oka, I, w- I want you to roll. God, we're keeping your decision canon. Um, so I want you to roll uh, just like a piloting check uh, to see if you could smash through the wall. Oh, fuck, yeah. Oh, my God. Or am I going to just fly out the bike and dump my head? I mean, it is also possible. Oh, God. I don't have. Honestly, I can't, pilot, can't say so I don't be hope great. for that. That's pretty hilarious. <laughs> you don't have any pilot? <laughs> Nope, and I'm gonna have to roll again because I didn't get anything. All right, here we go, y'all. Nothing. All right, uh, oh. Oka. <laughs> okay, here's what happens Oka, you hop on this bike and you rev the engine and you immediately realize you don't know how to drive it, but it's too late. Um, and you <laughs> slam into the wall and you face plant hard into the wall. These things accelerate fast. Oh, man. And uh, you're, you're going to take a little bit of damage. Yeah. And also, I imagine, scare the ever-loving shit out of Hazel, who's just mm-hmm. seen a dead body, and then all of a sudden there's a loud slamming sound, jump scare style. Yes. As Oka slams just full, like, face first into this thing. <laughs> um, Love it. Dust descends from the ceiling. The structure is still standing. The bike is now damaged and will need to be repaired before it can be used. Um, Why does and, this sound on par? And Oga, mm-hmm. you take two points of damage. Love it. How much How much health are we supposed to have at this point? Thought, You're at full like at this point. You're at full. You're at full. Okay, cool. Um, cool. I, there's, you've had enough time. Your Mars excursion was a was rest, nice. relax reload sort of situation wait d- with health and stuff i don't know maybe this question was asked do we do we have any like first aid kits or anything or do, y'all are the a med bay on the ship med bay um, on the ship but is there any mobile anything mobile that we can carry with it you guys didn't really think to buy any of that on we Mars. did not we did no, not, we didn't. No, no, we did not have as an empty med kit don't be you have oh, an great. empty med kit um, For player reference, we that is a thing, I'm, I imagine, probably. There are things that exist. 
Okay. Y'all just didn't think to buy any. Nope. Um, we certainly did not. Hell no. <laughs> we did not. We we didn't think to do something. I never would have guessed. Never. Uh, yeah. yeah. So Couldn't yet again, be. you're going into a situation without any healing. Um, Dope. Bless your hearts. Um, it's for the drama. It makes it better. We'll go with that one. Yeah, that is, <laughs> that is yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, sure. The drama, the drama. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Oka. Uh, you idiocy. slam, uh, breaking the bike, you fall off onto the ground in pain. Mm. Hazel, there's a dead body. Yum. Dead <laughs> 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 body. Oh, uh, Jesus. God damn it. Um, yeah, with just... Blood and brains and a little bit of eyeball just everywhere. Uh, what would you all like to do? Kyler, what would you like to do? Hazel? Um, I would like to do two things in no particular order. Uh, I would like to see if this gentleman has any sort of identification on him. Um, and then go steal that hat. <laughs> cool. All right. He does not have any identification at all. You find one thing on his person and one thing only. Ooh, what is that? Um, it is a poker chip. Um, a black the, poker chip. No identification on that. Not that you can see. Interesting. And uh, you get the hat. Yeah. Uh, does the hat have any sort of identification on it? Like any distinctive marks or? Please return to just in Sharpie on the yeah. inside of the brim. No. Basically. No. This Jakani is a full enigma. And now a dead enigma. Um, okay. I'll take the holster belt. Is it fashionable? <laughs> it's sort of old westy. He was obviously into black leather. Everything about this guy, he was dressed in black. Black boots, black pants, black shirt, black belt. He's a black belt. No, he's not. He's dead. Mm. Um, it looks kind of worn. Like, it looks like it was nice. Um, but it's it's... Everything about this place speaks of someone who spends a lot of time out in the wilderness. But you can certainly take the belt if you would like. And, but both of his pistols are still holstered. Yeah. And there is no third pistol in the room? There is no third pistol. Mm hmm It would seem Cookie has been hard at work. Are these pistols nice? Are they, like, anything special, or are they just, like... They're pistols, you know? If you want to keep adding to your arsenal, you'll get a set of standard pistols. There's nothing crazy about them. They're honestly one of the best-maintained things he has on them. Uh, everything else seems to be a little... Uh, well, it's nice, but it's just... Everything's used. Everything's worn. You know, this is like a, you know, cowboy style. You invest in something, and it lasts for a long time. But it's been worn. His coat had been repaired a few times. Looks like hand-sewed, basically. And his boot soles were fairly flat in the tread. The guns mm. are nothing spectacular. But if you want to just keep adding to your insane arsenal of things that go boom, you can. Well, I already have a pretty decent pistol. Does anyone want a pistol or two? No, I'm I think okay, I'm okay. At the moment. Um, I will take the pistols to sell, at the very least, and... Sure. Yeah, you can take the pistols to sell. So, what do you all do? There's a dead dude in a shack. I guess the next thing I would do, would I'd, I'd be starting to look around to see if there's any sort of, like, tracks or indication of who or what this could be. All right. Um, like, outside of 
obviously a dead Jagani. Like, mm-hmm. you step outside, and Hazel, uh, I need you to roll a uh, mobility check for me, please. Oh, fun. Okay. That is one success. All right, I am spending a point of darkness. Yep. All right. Um, roll for armor, please, Hazel. You said I have four, right? You have four on this. Uh, if you want to spend a light point, you can roll 1d6 and add that to your overall score for for this. Okay. So basically, it's like you can get upwards of a 10 based on it. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. Okay, spend a light point, roll me 1d6. So it's two. Two. All right, so you have six. Um, so okay. roll six dice, please. That is three successes. Three successes. Um, <laughs> it's funny. You step out into the sunlight, and there's a moment where just a little puff of dirt appears in front of you on the ground. Just a little, like, and you look at it, and it takes you a moment, and then there's another, and then another, and then all of a sudden you are hit in the shoulder by a bullet. Um, and you take two points of damage. Oof. Okay. As this bullet just rips through your shoulder. And, uh, I'm going to need everyone to roll initiative, please. Hey, everybody. Matt here, your GM in space, 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 space. GM in space. Uh, just a few quick notes. First off, thanks so much for listening. We have a ton of fun making this show, and I hope you are enjoying listening to it as much as we enjoy making it. We're in Chapter 3 now, and boy howdy, if it isn't going to be a doozy of an arc, it's going to be a blast. I'm really, uh, I'm enjoying it. I hope you are too. If you are enjoying the show and haven't already yet, why not give us a cheeky little like and subscribe? Leave us a comment on a streaming platform, tweet, or post about us. We're working by word of mouth, so every little bit helps. If you would like to support us more directly, check out our Patreon. We have a ton of fun stuff over there. There's uncut recording sessions so you can hear us debating about rules and talking about all sorts of random stuff. There's music from the episodes, which I create myself. There's little logs from the characters' perspectives and even some one-shot adventures that are really fun and goofy and great and amazing, and I get to play in them as opposed to GMing them, and it's a lot of fun. And you can find all that and more at our Patreon. You can look us up on Patreon or just go to Too Many Dice's Linktree, which is linktree slash too many dice. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash the number two many dice. Check it out. And now for some quick shout outs. First off, a huge shout out to Alexander Ferguson. Alexander Ferguson, who is our first higher tier Patreon supporter and an all around amazing human being. And also a huge thank you to the rest of our Patreon supporters as well. We are really ever grateful and humbled by your continued support and patronage. It means a lot to me, to us, to all of us. And um, I hope you guys are enjoying all the silly stuff that we have over there. And you guys are making it so that we can afford to keep doing this. Uh, And if you're not a Patreon supporter, again, go over, check it out. There's a lot of cool stuff. And it means that maybe eventually we can make this our full-time job, which would be amazing. I would love to do that. Also, a shout-out to my amazing players, Ian Mutiner, Benjamin Timothy Jenkins, and Lauren Alistini, without whom none of the ridiculous and wonderful bullshit I have to navigate would exist. They're great. I have a lot of fun 
playing with them and seeing what they're gonna throw at me because I never know, and it's usually something ridiculous, and I love it. Finally, I just want to thank Angie Feek, my wonderful wife and partner in crime, who has been instrumental in making this happen through many, 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 many conversations and brainstorming sessions and back and forths and talks in the car and all sorts of stuff. The story's just beginning to unfold now. We're peeking over the precipice, and I hope you're in for the ride because it's gonna be a wild one. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So anyway, thanks again. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for more Astronautica. We'll see you soon. I'm going to need everyone to roll initiative, please. Uh, I rolled a four. I got a five. Five, nice. Oh, man, I got a six. Oh, shit. Yeah, 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 I just rolled. Um, the first one up is, unfortunately, whoever's shooting at you. Our mystery man. So, they're gonna take another shot at you, Hazel. Um, I'm gonna spend a point of darkness. All right, they miss. Um, they're going to take ah. another shot at you uh, with a minus two now. All right. Um, ooh, roll for armor, please. Okay. One success. One success. All right, they get you in the leg, and you take another two points of damage. Okay. As this bullet just rips through. And uh, Oka, it is now your turn. All right, I, I'm coming up from being dazed. Yeah, that's um, right, you're still on the ground. Um, I'll say you witnessed this. You're not taking any minuses or anything from the bike crunch. You are on the ground. You've seen your friend get shot twice in the span of three seconds. Uh, what would you like to do? Right, I'm gonna put on my armor, first and foremost. All right, you take one action to put on your armor. Uh, you now have your armor on. What would you like to do with the other two actions? Uh, whip out my sawn-off pistol. Okay. You whip out your sawn-off pistol. Do you stand? I do stand, yes. All right. That's Unfortunately, that's your turn. Just two. You, yep. you moved and you drew and you... Um, it's all good. Yeah, but you are still in the shade of the shack, so you are not immediately visible to them. Hazel, it's now your turn. Um, well, the first thing I'm going to do is, can I can I switch my, my jacket to, to combat mode? Yes, that will take one action, but you can do that. Um, and then, uh, what else? Um, can I move, I guess, just out of the way? Like, into the shade or see where they are or try to make myself less shootable? Make an observation check. I'll give you the observation check for free to see if you can find out where they are. Yeah, let's do this. Well, spending a point of darkness. All right, that is two successes. Two successes. Based on the things you know, the bullet hole in the ceiling, the way the bullets hit you, they're up on the clifftop. All right. Um, can I see where to, like, hide from there? You can go into the shack. They'll still be able to shoot down at you. Uh, there's also your ship, but you would need to make a run for it. Um, I will try to get in the shack. Just hope that the cover is enough. All right. It does provide you with cover. It, it's, it gives you five cover. 
let the people with the assault rifles deal with uh, this. So you put on your armor, you move into the shack. Is there anything else you would like to do with your turn? You have one more action. Um, I'm gonna look for another way out of here, I guess. Well, there's two windows. Okay. Then I will, I will just hunker down, hide under the table or something. All right, you hunker under the table, which I guess will give you an additional bit of cover. Um, yeah, table gives you three, so you have like eight extra cover all day. Yeah. All right, and uh, that is your turn. Kyler, you're up next. What would you like to do? Um, is this now general knowledge that we have a shooter up on the cliff above us? Uh, talk is free. Hazel, would you like to communicate? Oh, yeah, they're up, I'll, I'll say it. Yeah, they're up on the cliff. Um, very nonchalantly for somebody who just got shot twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're up there. Yeah, yeah, they're up there. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, they're up on the cliff. Come on, guys. <laughs> um, I'm going to ping. Josie is our security officer, yes? Uh, Josie, you did hire her as your security officer. Josie, um, would you be a dear? Uh, all those video games that you like playing, would you put some of that practice to use? Uh, uh, up on the cliff, we have a rogue shooter. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, so what do you want me to do? The ship has cannons. Oh! The ship has cannons? Oh, baby. It's got cannons. All right, I'll see what I can do. The line goes dead. I'm gonna roll for her initiative. Well, okay. Um, because she was not prepared, she's sitting out this round and will be able to act next round. Makes sense. Because she'll be on the move this round. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, I suppose I will, uh, because that was probably some sort of action, I feel like. I mean, technically, talk is free. Okay. However, giving a command is not. Cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a, that's a one action. Okay. Um, then I suppose I will use, uh, an action to move to cover of the cover of the shack, and, uh, there's, like, a quick fire that I can do, right? Yeah, there is a quick fire you can do as a minus two. However, you have not seen this person. All you know is they're up on the cliff, and if you're in the cover of the shack, there's you're at a distinct disadvantage here. Oh, I was in terms of hoping to do both as I moved to the shack to do like the quick fire, just like in that general direction. All right, make an observation check to see if you can pinpoint where they are. That is three ones, baby. <laughs> Damn. Uh, yep. The universe gives Kyler a resounding no. <laughs> you have no idea. You have no idea where this person is. All you know is they're on the cliff. Okay. Um, I shall, in that case, just run to the cover of the shack then. All right. You run to the cover of the shack. Are you going in the shack, or are you just going to the wall? Um... If I can still see the cliffside from the wall, I'll try to go inside, yeah. So it's got a little bit of a lip. So if you're pressed right up against the wall, uh, you can't see the cliff. But if you're inside, you also can't see the cliff because you're inside. Uh, it's your choice. Um, the cliff, like, juts out over the shack, yes? Or No, it just is up. Okay, cool. Yeah, then I won't... Uh, I will go inside then, yes. Okay. Yeah. It is a tall cliff, by the way. Uh, it is not scalable by foot, just so you know. So, uh, you go inside. Yeah, that happens. And 
that brings us back to our dear friend. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna do that. All right, here we go. Spending a point of darkness to make this spicy. Boy, is that spicy, all right. Um, Hazel, you hear the sound of another bullet go through the metal, and there's a little explosion of dirt um, about a yard away from you. This one sounded bigger. It didn't necessarily sound like a bullet. You still couldn't hear the sound of a gunshot, but you look yeah. over and you see, you see like a 50 cal bullet stuck into the ground and around its end, there are some red blinking lights and you hear a faint beeping sound begin to emerge from it. Tits, uh, we gotta figure something out here. And fast. Um... Yes. Oka, it is now your turn. Um, Hazel, you can, as I said, talk is free. You can communicate if you would like. Uh, yeah, bomb. Bomb. Ticking. Bomb. Ticking bomb. Ticking bomb. I hear ticking bomb. Okay, I see. Where? <laughs> point at. I point at it? <laughs> Sorry. That's like... a good question. That's a solid question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, okay, I, I go in and I, uh, I, I'm imagining, I look at where you point to where the bomb is, um, and uh, probably can't shoot it. It's oh, probably... I mean, you can't shoot it. If you <laughs> no, want, but I should shoot it. Success level's varying. Mm-hmm. I mean, get the fuck out of here. Um, yeah, you know, I, I um, how badly damaged are you? Um, she took four points of damage. Okay. I am, uh, what? Not doing great, but doing okay. She's Resilience. RPG uh, shot twice, which is to say still up, as opposed to real life shot twice, which is in hospital. Yeah. We don't, we don't know what's shooting us, right? No, none of you have, have been able to see the person yet. All y'all know is on the cliff. Good God. <laughs> um, great. Uh, well, we need to get out of this fucking house. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. out of this fucking um, area. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of there. I don't know if that's an opportunity attack from whomever, but um, I'm gonna back out and try to reassess the situation here. A All right. Bit. So you back out. As you back out mm -hmm. into the sunlight, uh, I'm going to spend a point of darkness. All right, roll for armor, please, Oka. That's a one six. Okay, um, that's good enough. A bullet pings off of your, like off of your helmet. It was a good shot. You're just quite lucky and you take no damage from it. Make me an observation check, please. Will do. This is for free, by the time, as everyone else's was. Uh, ooh, that's two sixes. Nice. Two sixes. Uh, do you want to push or burn a light point? Uh, Don't fall for it, it's a trap. <laughs> I'll, I'll push. I'll push. burn a light point. 
All right. You are quickly able to figure out the trajectory of where the bullet came from. They are a tiny bit east of you, just far enough away that you can't hear their gunshots. They're up on the clifftop. You have now triangulated their position. So you know exactly where they are. You are 60 feet away from the ship, um, which means uh, with uh, if you spent the rest of your movement action, you could get to the ship. Mm. All right, I'll get to the ship. Normally get to the ship. All right, you get to the ship. You book it to the ship, and you arrive there safely. Hazel, it is now your turn. Okay, um, I would like to spend some time looking through the shack to see if there happens to be any, you know, ibuprofen. Um, or bandages, or anything. Okay, um, I'm gonna roll on the be nice dice for this. That is a nat 20. Um, you, you find a med kit in his stuff, complete with a syringe of something, you're not sure what, some sort of metallic looking liquid sort of an auto-injector, you know, EpiPen-style stab into the leg. Press a button, um, and you find that. Uh, that is one action to hunt through. Can I can I try to use, like, bandages? You have... Uh, so there are no bandages. Oh. There's The med kit basically has a syringe, and... Uh, well, I rolled a nat 20. Yeah, there are some bandages. Okay. I'm going to start with the bandages. All right. Because I'm going to save this... Hazel's like, I know how to use this. This thing scares me. We'll get the, you know, not doc sure. to do that. Uh, that's going to be the rest of your turn. Cool. Um, to bandage yourself up. Um, I mean, the thing is, you weren't, like, dying, so you're not going to be stabilized from it. Um, and bandages also don't heal wounds, but you're not going to... Nothing worse is going to happen to you from them. Um, that is your turn. Uh, the beeping continues. Kyler... Okay, uh, there's a bomb in the room. Yep, there's a bomb in the room. Oka just booked it for the ship. Um, is the bomb, like, dug into the sand, or does it look like the shell is, like, you know, you can pull it out of the earth easy enough? It's unclear from your angle. It's sort of sticking out of the dirt with a little angle. You're not sure whether you could pull it out or not. All right, I suppose it's time to just book it. Um, yeah, I'll hop on my uh, speeder bike. All right, you hop on your speeder bike? You heading for the ship or what? As we were coming to this point when we were passing the cliff and all of that goodness, did we see any sort of, you know, path or lead up to said cliff? No, uh, the cliff runs east-west, sort of in either direction for quite some time. Can I, and let me know if this is too many actions for a turn, but I want to throw on the Jakani's duster and if Hazel will allow me hat. Uh, Hazel has the hat already. Yes, that's I why. I put it on. Yeah, it's like on Hazel's head, right? Yeah. It's, it's on my head. Okay. Um, I want to look like Cad Bane. I need it for just a minute. You look so cat brain, darling. You do. Um, <laughs> I 
want to take those, put them on, and try to like get to my speeder bike, trying to create the impression that I am the Jakani person that they're sniping. Like, I don't know. <laughs> okay, uh, so you're going to make yourself roughly two feet taller? They're far um, away. Do they have a Do they have a measuring uh, stick in their their rifle? You don't know what their sniper rifle has. Anything's possible. Do they? I'm not gonna tell you. Ugh, I fine, whatever. No, I leave everybody with everything and I do the boring thing of getting on my speeder bike and I just drive <laughs> away. Huzzah! What no, a thrilling story. Do it, no, do it. I get on the bike and I look like me and I say, hello, I'm not the person you're looking for. I'm just going to drive mm. my banana yellow Vespa and I drive. <laughs> All right, sassy pants. Are we done with our tantrum? I am a little bit, yay. <laughs> okay, cool. What would you actually like to do? I do that. I get on my bike and I go. Okay, go where? Away from the bomb. <laughs> I Okay. I fly I, very fast. I can't get up to the cliff, right? There is no path no, up to the cliff. No, it's it is uh, you, there's no path up the cliff even yeah. with a hover bike. So I I hover bike very fast away and I call on the uh communicator and I say, "Josie, It'd be great if you could just use the cannons on the cliff. So when you say away, so you can head toward the ship, you can head toward the ravine, or you can head away on either side of the ravine. Which would you like to do? Um, I will head... I will just give you the info that is pertinent. If you go into the ship or into the ravine, you will most likely be out of harm's way. If you are up on top, you will still be in target range. Just so you know, this is something you would be able to figure out based on ducking and covering. Yeah. I suppose I'll go into the ravine. Do they need to lift the ship off the ground to use the cannons, or is it like an auto turret that can spin in directions? So it is on the underside of the ship. So the ship will need to be up in order to uh, fire, but you could also communicate for them to fly up, and that would be doable also. Okay. Um, I'll get into the ravine then if they still have a whole yeah. amount of time they gotta do stuff. You scoot into the ravine. Um, he is going to take a pot shot against you. Um, roll for armor, please, Kyle. What are you wearing currently for armor anyway? I have a bulletproof vest. Oh, you do? I'm gonna get you something fancier. Probably, yeah. No success. No success. All right. You go out and um, unfortunately you're on a banana yellow scooter and you're highly visible. And I'm also moving very fast. You are moving very fast. Does that um, not make him take any sort of penalty? <laughs> Uh, not within the rules of Coriolis, no, Got unfortunately. It. And uh, you get winged um, on the arm, uh, and you take, it's a good hit, you take three points of damage, but you are able to make it down into the ravine and out of sight of where the sniper is. And as you head into the ravine, you see something that your scanners had failed to pick up. Dun, dun, dun. A slumped body covered in dust 
um, and a faint blood trail leading out that you instantly recognize as one cookie. Oh, a cookie. Damn. He is still alive. Oh. But very badly injured. He's not doing hot. He definitely got shot by the same thing that you got shot, but, you know, he wasn't on a fast scooter, and uh, he definitely just got wanged. Cool. Yeah, you make it into the ravine, and uh, yeah, I'll say that's, that is your turn. Totally. Um, because technically, I mean, there's all the rules for like getting on a thing, starting a thing. Yeah, using you know, objects. Blah, using blah blah blah. blah, blah, blah. I figured um, that was it. Yeah. So the ship, there's a crackle over the comms from the captain who says, "Josie has appraised me of the situation, and I am going to lift off if that is all right with everyone to get her in range of shooting." If that is good, is everyone inside? Is everyone where they need to be? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, great then. <laughs> um, the ship lifts off Shit. and flies vertically into the air in range with the cliff. And so I'm actually, I'm going to do a ruling that uh, Griffin McElroy used actually on Seed, which is that uh, if you are doing uh, human to ship, or ship to human, the damage is halved or doubled. Basically, ship to ship combat is as written. Uh, if you are trying to attack a ship with a weapon that is not necessarily designed to harm a ship, you do half damage. If a ship attacks you with a weapon that is designed to harm a ship, uh, you will be taking double damage because it is it's a big gun. It's a speak, um, <laughs> which is going to work in your favor at this moment. Nice. But may not in the future. We'll see. Nice. All right. So the ship rises up, and you can see in the little lower dome, you see Josie strapped into this cannoneering system. And as the ship rises above the cliffside, she fires. And you see the first weapon system usage on your ship and a small cannon emerges and fires out a set of just like bright red hot projectiles that look like they are really really good at punching through metal um that strafes the cliffside and you get a crackle over your comms and she says uh i think i got him i don't know and um that is the ship's turn which brings us to the sniper and the bomb. Um, so, Hazel, you're still inside the shack, aren't you? Um, this might be a good usage of your armor light point thing. I'm just going to let you know right now. <laughs> just as a, a fair warning, friendly GM, uh, this might be a time that you'd want to use it. The beeping reaches a crescendo and then stops and then the bullet explodes, sending shrapnel everywhere. It is going to... So the way the explosions work, right, is I have a pool of dice mm -hmm. um, that I roll, and you roll armor against it, same as normal. So uh, you will get a chance to roll for armor, Hazel. 
Yep. Um, um, I'm going to burn that light point. That's a wise decision, I think. Uh, roll 1d6 and add it to your amount. I got a six. Nice. All right. So you are going to be rolling 10 dice all day for armor. So go ahead and do that for me now, please. Three sixes on 10 dice. <laughs> hey, Hazel. Good usage. The bomb goes off, blowing the walls and doors off of this thing. I mean, it Damn. literally just fucking blows the shack to the heavens. The table is ripped off from over you, and you basically just hunker down, and you feel all of this force shockwave and shrapnel material just blasting into you, and you take no damage. Fuck yeah. Um... Hazel emerges from where the shack used to be. Um, Buster Keaton style, one of the walls falls over <laughs> and the window just lands perfectly around uh. you. And uh, you are alive and unscathed. Um, and the... Uh, Sniper is now going to take their turn. <laughs> uh, you, There are no more shots that ring out from this point. Um, Oka, you me. have, yes, you have, uh, you were on the ship in the cargo bay with the uh, loading door down. So you, as this, you would actually see this, and I forgot about that, so I'm going to tell you what the fuck happened. As the ship rose up, you gotta look at the sniper in question. They are dressed in all black and uh, have a big, big sniper rifle. And next to them, parked a little bit away, is a small ship. It looks like a, a personal class type ship, like, you know, one person sort of fighter, Cowboy Bebop style uh, nice. type ship. And as you came up, the sniper looked towards you, and then uh, a hail of bullets from the turret blasted into him, destroying his gun and hitting him somewhere pretty badly. He looks very injured, and he begins to crawl back toward his ship, uh, sort of stumbling to his feet, holding his gut as you just see blood leaking out onto the dusty brown red sand. And he's gotten to his ship but has not yet gotten in it. What would you like to do? I like to now, is it only one one uh, light point to get into my mech? Yeah, it's one light point to get into your mech. <laughs> Burn that light point. All right, uh, you click your little button, you summon your mech, and you clamber in and uh, you're still on the dock, but you can, you think you can probably jump it easily. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna do that. Get a good running start. Get a good All running right. start, I'm gonna jump. Roll a uh, mech roll. Got it. Two sixes, let me see if I can get another six. I'll push. Sure. I did, I got three sixes all day. All right. Excellent. All right. Yeah. Uh, you fucking vault that gap like a boss, and you land the pneumatic mechanical joints 
smashing into the ground. Hell yeah. You are about 20 feet away, so you can get up to him with one more action, and then you have a fast action if you would like. All right, I'll get up to him with one more action. All right, you have one more action. What would you like to do? Fast action. Oh, God, I don't want to kill the guy. Uh, but I do want to, like, knock him out. Is you can like, uh, you don't have to use your sword. You could like backhand him if you want. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll backhand him. All right. Uh, roll for a uh, roll for an attack. Uh, it's gonna be close combat, and um, I think we just use your close combat. I'm pretty sure. Um, or you could cool. roll from mech. That's one six. Um, One six. You want to push? Yeah. All right. That is two sixes all day. All right, two sixes all Hot day. Damn. Yeah. So you land and sprint over to him, and with your left hand, you backhand him away from the ship that he was like climbing into, uh, and he goes tumbling backwards, and lands. You get a good look at him now. He's dressed in all black and he has a long black duster sort of similar to what the Jakani was wearing. But rather than a hat he has a helmet hmm. that looks kind of similar to the one that Hazel has. And uh, you're not sure if you knocked him out you definitely whacked him good though. Okay. Um, Hazel, it's now your turn. You are alive and unscathed in the midst of the carnage of the uh, shaft. And our ship is in the air. The ship um, is in the air. Kyler is down in the ravine. Hoverboarding down a ravine. Yeah. There's no way up to the other dude. I really don't have anywhere to go right now. There is one motorcycle left. Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Um, um, so I'll, I guess I'll try to hotwire the motorcycle. Okay. Uh, that is going to be... Yes. The bike that Oka hotwired wouldn't be turned it was off, broken, right? would it? Oh, it broke. No, that one broke because of the smash, but the other one was fine because uh, because Oka critical failed, it, it got borked. Um, <laughs> yes, you can try to hotwire it. Uh, that will be a... I'm pretty sure it's a technology check. Okay. Because um, you don't have the the infiltrator thing yet where you can do it for like anything. You know, uh, I no, I don't believe so. No. One success. One success. Yeah, you get it. It struggles a little bit, and you think that you're going to need to repair it once it gets turned off before it can be used, but you have a bike readily available to you. Uh, is it a hover bike or a like, physical is, ground bike? Uh, it is a hover bike, though it is sort of shitty. Um, I guess for right now I'll follow Kyler. All right. Uh, you head into the ravine. The way this is going to work, by the way, for things like bikes uh, and, and cars and stuff like that, sort of how um, in old D&D you used to have the ride skill, um, you can ride a bike. You can drive a car. If you try to do anything crazy with it, I'm going to make you roll. Um, but, like, I'm not going to make you guys roll to, like, just hop on a bike. But if you're gonna hop on a bike and do like a high-speed chase with all this shit, then you're gonna, you know, that'll be that that'll be sense. a different story. Yeah. So yeah, you follow Kyler, uh, and as you approach, you also see that which you had previously missed—the slumped body of one Cookie. Um, Kyler, it's now your turn. 
Um. Okay. Son of a gun. Um, I suppose I'll go over to Cookie and uh, I will sort of grab him by his collar, give him a, uh, just sort of be like, what, what is happening? Talk, talk to me, Cookie. What the hell is going on? As you raise him up, you see that he has been shot in the stomach. He's not super conscious. He's barely holding on to life. And he looks at you weakly and he says, I didn't think, I didn't know. And then he passes out. Can I hand Kyler the med kit I have? I'll allow it. That seems like a, that seems like a good use for it. Can I use my field medic talent? which will allow you to stabilize someone who is dying from a critical injury. Yes, that is approximately the wording on the talent. Yes, uh, you will still need to use the med kit because um, you still need to use some sort of medical expendable, if I remember correctly. But yeah, you absolutely can. Well, there should be more bandages in here, right? Um, yeah, there's also that syringe with something in it. Um, yeah, yeah, but but stabilize. You have, first. you have, yeah, you have enough. I would say that you can attempt to stabilize with, with the med kit. So add a plus two to your medicine roll. Okay. To stabilize it. That's a critical success. Yeah. Nice. All right, Kyler, you go into crisis mode, and swiftly, you grab some bandages. You grab some. Uh, some gauze, and you plug the wound. Uh, in this kit, there's one of those guns that basically fires in some gauze to the wound that expands to help temporarily stop it. And you bandage him up, and you have saved him from dying. He's still unconscious, but he is not going to die. Cool. That's something. Uh, um, yeah. Um, uh, that's probably going to be your turn, I think. Yeah, that felt um, very full. That's that's a full that's a full on turn there. Um, Josie crackles over the comms unit and says, uh, "Okay, what should I what should I do now?" Elka seems like she's kind of got this on that side. Um, I don't want to fire because I don't want to like miss and hit her. Uh, where where are the other two at? Where are you guys? Uh, can we just, like beam her our location? Like yeah, I'll get, I'll, Google sure. Maps. Yeah, you Google can Maps <laughs> location file. Find my friend. Uh, yeah. yeah, you do find my friend, and she says, "Oh, you're just right behind." Okay. Uh, hey, Captain. Uh, bring us around to the uh, the edge of the ravine. And he says, "Righty-ho! Carefully and delicately go we." And um, we're gonna see how carefully and delicately oh, man. we go. Holy Jesus Christ, Cappy! <laughs> Apparently. Carefully and delicately go we. Um, nice. Nice. The captain lands this thing with all the grace and poise of a man who is not succumbing to cirrhosis of the liver. Um, <laughs> not at all. We always had faith in you. <laughs> Thank you. You're one of the first people to ever say that to me. Um, and, uh, yeah, you can board the ship if you would like. The ship is maybe 15 feet away from you. Yeah, I'd like that. I'd like right. to, to board the ship. Uh, we are, <laughs> I <heard>. so... <laughs> yeah, I bet you do. 
Uh, top of the order, it's the sniper. The sniper who's just still conscious, but super duper fucked. Your backhand tore away one of his sleeves and you can see the really delicate, powerful metal weave uh, of the mechanical arm um, that this person has. Um, and you cracked the visor and he turns and he looks at you, Oka, and he says, Unit, come in. I found them. Oh, tits. Hey, babe. I don't like it. Well, that could have gone a lot better now, couldn't it? They could have had a pleasant conversation with some Rithrak, and instead they found themselves the subject to target practice. But who is this mysterious sniper? Who is he working with? And why are they after them? Find out next time on Astronautica. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.